0: I want to invite you, just please open your Bible with me in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6. We're having a wonderful time with God and He's speaking with us for sure. And also, God, He has promised us. When two or more they're united, seeking Him, there He is. And our God, He's here with us. And he speaks with us through the truths of his word. When we read God's word, when we go like through God's scriptures, when we, we, we hear what our God, he has told us before through many, many generations before, we see that his Holy Spirit is still moving, is still moving in our midst. And we simply need to simply open up ourselves to him and say, God, I want to hear you. And I want to I wanna, I wanna come tonight here. I want to actually bring a message of something that I was discussing with all of you a month ago. And it's about prayer in itself and the importance of prayer. And for that, I want to I wanna invite you to open your Bible with me in the Gospel of Matthew. We're going to be reading chapter 6 from verse 9 to verse 13. And again, these are so precious words because... Also here, this passage we're going to be reading right now. It is actually the words of Jesus Christ. Fully God, fully man, living here in this earth. And what he has already told his disciples. A huge crowd in the best, the most famous sermon ever given in this world. The Sermon on the Mount. And here he also wants to speak with each one of us. So Gospel of Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to be reading from verse... 9 to 13. Jesus Christ he says, This then is how you should pray. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us us from the evil one. Dear God, this is the prayer that you have taught us. And with this prayer, we come here tonight because we need you so much. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, God. We worship you, we exalt you, the only living God, the holy God that you are. And come with your holiness to your lives, God. Come with your kingdom. Come with your will being done on earth as it is in heaven. And we need your daily breads. We need your breads here tonight, God. We need you to speak with us. We're listening to you, God. Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And it is to you that we want to hear tonight, God. In Jesus' name we pray. May you say amen. Last month, I was speaking with you about prayer and the importance of prayer. It is interesting because Augustine, he has already said that prayer, true whole prayer, is nothing but love. For many, many generations, we, all like, we always go through and we ask ourselves, but what is prayer? And Augustine, once he said, true whole prayer is nothing but love. And if prayer is love... Prayer is a love relationship, ongoing, growing, continuous love relationship that we have with the creator of the universe. Prayer is the love relationship that God invites each one of us to have with him, to connect with him. And to go to a next level where we cannot simply talk to God, but we can hear from God. And this is the essence of love relationship. Every single relationship it is about two ways, right? Every single relationship it is not about one person. If you have a relationship, you need to have at least two people, right? And it is the same with God. When we come to God, and that's why prayer is so important. Because prayer then, it is how I engage myself with God in a way that I can come and I can talk to God. But again, as it is a love relationship, I can hear also from God. And that's why when we come here and we we read tonight this prayer that is known as the Lord's Prayer. It is the most famous prayer in the world. Like many people in the world, they go through this prayer as... Words so they can recite every single day in order so they can connect with God. But more than simply words that you're able to recite and connect with God. The truth of Lord's Prayer is an invitation to a life of prayer. God is inviting us to have a life of prayer. A life where we can have this love relationship with Him. A relationship where we can talk to God, but most of all, we can hear from God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that like awesome? Isn't that like the best invitation ever in the world? Have you ever thought about that? like many people all over the world, they're seeking to find God. And actually, the only living God, he has already told us, if you seek me, you will find me. But not in a way that simply... You will talk to me and I won't respond back to you. We can see that in the Old Testament and equally in the New Testament. And the God who was in the past, and he continues to do the same right now in the present. It is a God that he spoke to many people. It is a God that he revealed himself to many people. And it is the same invitation to nowadays, to our days. To our modern days, where many people they're asking, "But where is God?" We can come to God and we can be confident that He's inviting us to have a love relationship where we can talk to Him, but we can hear His voice. And this is the point why, why all of us we are here tonight. We're not here simply to come and actually have some songs that we sing. That we, we love like the contents of the songs, the lyrics that we're singing, and, and it's all great. That we can pray to God and we can open up our mouth. That we can have like a moment that even like together in community, in circles, in groups, we can all pray and we, we can manifest our own needs, our own requests. And this is all like needs. This is all parts of prayer. Why? Because it is talking to God. But most of all, God he invites us to also hear his own voice. And that's why we open up the, we, we open the Bible. That's why we go through the Bible. And we ask, God, speak to us. Here we are. We want to listen to you. Speak to us, God. We want to go to the next level. We want to hear you. And only when you hear God, you are able to go actually and do his will in, his, in your life. Only when you hear God, then you know what is the purpose of your life, your own identity, the reason why you were born, and what is his mission to you. So then you're able to go and to do His mission. To do His will, His His plans in your life. Why? Because you have listened to God. And this is what is so beautiful with the Lord's prayer. Because most of all, Jesus Christ, He simply didn't give us the Lord's prayer. As a way like, okay, so simply repeat these words and live on with these words. And that's it. No. You're you're supposed to understand the meaning of this prayer because this is supposed to be how you're going to live your own life. How you will live day by day. How you can actually have the contents, everything that I'm saying here in this prayer, how you can have this as a reality manifested in your own life. And that's why we are here. We come, we worship God, we do all of this. Why? Because, God, we want to connect with you in a different level where we can hear your voice and we can all live here in a different way. Don't you wish that? Don't you, don't you desire to come here and be changed in a way that you live this place not the same that you have come here? I desire that. This is why I'm here, all of us, each one of us, Pastor Lisa, where she is right now, Pastor Yanni, Pastor Mike, and each one of us here, like we desire to come here to God and to speak with God because when we speak with God and when we simply just put our ears to listen to Him, He speaks to us and He is able to transform our lives. He is able to do like many incredible things in our lives that we have never imagined. That's why we are here. And that's why Jesus Christ, He told us, Lord's Prayer, this is how you're supposed to pray. And with this, I want to introduce to you, like, actually the contents of the Lord's Prayer. What is Jesus Christ trying to tell us here? What actually, what is the meaning for the Lord's Prayer? Like, when we see these words that Jesus Christ has already taught us, what is the meaning for that? How I can have this as a reality? If you have said this before, Lucas. If I can have this manifestation of the Lord's Prayer in my own life, how does this happen? How does it occur And it is so beautiful because when we come to the Lord's Prayer, we have the answers for our questions. We understand that our God, He's the one that He wants to reveal Himself. And it is a God that also, that through this prayer, He wants us to go to a different level of intimacy with Him. Of love relationship with Him. And it is interesting because in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus Christ, He told us that... Here, you're going to see how you got to have intimacy with God. Where you come to God, and it's not about, about anymore like your own needs. Simply, my will, my desires, my plans, what I have thoughts, my things, my tools, my goods, my blessings. No, no, here, no, Jesus Christ is saying, no, it is more than that. When you come to God and you have intimacy with God, you find the reason of your life. And you're going to see that life is not simply about yourself. So first of all, when we come here and if we want to hear God's voice, first of all, we need to quiet our own voice. If we want to hear God's voice, we want to say, God, you know what? Like, I want to hear you in a way that I can know that you are the one talking to me. But it's not about my will. What I want, what I desire. But what you want, what you desire. In Lord's Prayer, actually, many theologians, in many commentaries, like, I have, I have gone through, like, many commentaries just try to understand the Lord's Prayer. And actually, the Lord's Prayer, like, it is actually a, a prayer that contains two parts. One part is called the, the you part. And the other part, it is called the we part. The you part is when you come like our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be your name, your will, your kingdom. This is all like about God himself. And the second part it is the we part where you just say, God, give us our daily breads, Forgive our debts. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. It is two parts that you have in the Lord's Prayer. One that is focused on the name of God on the kingdom of God, on the will of God, and the other one that is focused on us, on giving us the daily bread that we need for today, on forgiving our sins, on delivering us from the evil one. But seeing the Lord's Prayer is not anymore like the focus where you just like come to God that is about yourself, your own desires. But it goes beyond that. It is God who wants to reveal himself to us in a way that we understand. My son... I know you, I know your desires, I know everything that you need, and that's why I told you before, delight yourself in me, because I will give you the desires of your heart. And I will do that, if you seek me first, if you seek my kingdom, my justice, all the other things that are going to be added in your life. I will add all of them. But my son, my daughter, it's not about you, simply that. The, the, the purpose that I have, the mission that I have, goes beyond that. And that's why tonight, like, I want to focus with you, like, actually, on what, how can we take this prayer? And actually, this understanding that is not about myself, and how can I bring this to light in my own life? How can I bring this as a reality in my own life? And I want to focus in these two different parts. I want to focus, like, in one of each one of these segments. One in the you parts and one in the we parts. And in the beginning, like our Jesus Christ, he told us, praise this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I want to speak about this. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have you ever thought about how profound it is, these words? Have ever thought that when you come to God and you pray, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have you ever thought how deep they are? How powerful they are? If you have thought about them, like we should be all be really excited about this. It is so powerful because Jesus Christ He has told us. That's if we pray, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It will be manifested as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God, the will of God in in heaven will be also manifested here on earth. And this is what Jesus Christ is telling us. Son, my daughter, let me tell you something. It's not simply about your kingdom. Or your views of like what is the best for your life. How you want to have the dominion, the control of your life. But I want to tell you something. My kingdom is so much higher than that. The will that I have for you is so much wonderful than your own will. Because your will contains flaws. Your will, you have some problems. With your will, you will make mistakes. With your will, you will go through struggles, trials, problems in your life. Because you are not able to solve everything by yourself. This is my will. This is our will. But God, he tells us that if we pray to him, he will manifest his kingdom and his will on earth, in Scarborough, here in Malvern, at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene. In your life, in your family, with your members, in your work that you are, he will manifest his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. He will manifest his kingdom and his will in your life. Isn't that like exciting? That's the reason why we are all here. We are all here because we want to hear from God. But also we want him just to show us that there is a higher way. There is a higher purpose. And this is God's will. Have you ever thought about your own will? Our will, like there are are plenty flaws in our wills. But when we come to God, the Apostle Paul has already told us in Romans 12... Verse 1 and 2 that the will of God is what? It is good, pleasing, and perfect. The will of God in our lives it is good, pleasing, and perfect. Is there anything better than that? I'm not talking about simply like a will that actually it's nice, it is okay for some circumstances. No, the will of God in our lives, it will be revealed in a way that is gonna be good, pleasing, but most of all, it's perfect. There are no flaws. And this is what is available to you and me. Like when we come to God and when we pray to God, God, I want your kingdom to come. I want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. He will manifest that. And then you will start to live in a way that you have never imagined before. But think with me, like if we're talking about the will of God and the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, it is a kingdom where there is a king. And the king... Is the king of Israel. Is Yahweh, the creator of the whole universe. And the king, he's the one that he's in control of the kingdom. If the king is in control of the kingdom, can can I be in control of the kingdom of God? Can I be the one running, ruling, responsible, in charge of the kingdom of God? No, but he invites you and me to be part of his kingdom. He invites us to submit ourselves to his kingdom. So then we can have actually the manifestation of this wonderful kingdom in our own lives. In Luke chapter 17, like, I think it is chapter 17. Jesus Christ has said before, like many will say, like, the kingdom of God is here or there. But let me tell you something. The kingdom of God is here, is within us. It is in us. And God, he wants to manifest his kingdom on us. God, He wants to actually manifest His wonderful will and the dominion of His kingdom on us. But the first thing that we need to do is just to get rid of ourselves. Just to try actually to take control of everything. Try to actually like be the one responsible for everything and actually through our own plans. No, no. If everything like doesn't go according to my will, no, like, I won't go with that. Like, it is the moment that if we want to go in a different place, if we want to actually to go according to God's will and we want to see the manifestation of God's kingdom that is wonderful, that comes with many revelations in our lives, we need to come to God and we need to say, God, I want to submit myself to you. I want to submit my life, everything that I am, to you alone, God. There's one of the, the church fathers of Christianity, Origen. That he, he was after Jesus Christ, actually in the second century. And Origen has said before, the kingdom of God, according to the word of the Lord and Savior, comes not with observation. But he is manifested in our own lives. So when one prays to God for the coming of the kingdom of God, rightly prays that the kingdom of God might be established in yourself first. In your own life. That it might bear fruit in yourself and be perfected in yourself. This is the kingdom of God. God, He wants to manifest His kingdom in a way that we have, first of all, Himself, God, the creator of the universe, like being the one that He's in control of our lives. And this is the invitation that He reveals to us. Isn't this like so powerful? This is, this is so brilliant. Why? Because it should ignite our hearts with that. Because through that we understand that we, we can go beyond with, with our God. We can see the reality of God's kingdom in our own lives. And what is God's kingdom? God's kingdom is a kingdom of deliverance, of salvation, of grace, of peace, of joy, of love in a way that we have never understood in our lives before. This is the kingdom of God. And we can have this in our own lives. But my question is... Have you been seeing and experiencing the manifestation of God's kingdom lately in your own life? Have you been seeing and experiencing God's kingdom being manifested like in a powerful way in your own life? And do you know like why many times like we don't experience that or, or for many of us like it, it seems to be like a foreign understanding of what is God's kingdom? Because, okay, yeah, it is about deliverance, about joy, about peace, about salvation, and it's all great, God. But you know what? Like, I don't see this in my own life. But why does this happen? Because many of us, instead of, like, asking God, we want your kingdom to be done in my life, to come in my own life, and your will be done in my life. No, like, we try to take control of everything. And and we simply, like, think that God is a God of the, the Sundays. A God, it is a God that I will come like once a week and once I come to God, okay, now I want to see if something's going to happen. And with that, okay, I took my portion here and now I'm able just to move on and just to do everything in my life. Like it's going to be all, all fine. Why? Because, okay, God, he, he, you were the one that you were in charge for these two hours on Sunday. But now, okay, all the other things I will do, I'll handle my own way. And then later on, like, we complain, like, why are we not seeing God's kingdom be manifested in our own lives? Today, actually, early, before coming here this morning, like, I I got a text message that I was really touched by this text message. It was, like, just someone just saying about all, all, all these problems that we're even, like, seeing nowadays in the United States. Like, all the killings. I was even, like, talking with our youth about that. Like, what happened over there in Florida, with all the shooting, 17 people killed. How many injured? 19 injured and all of this. Like, it, it's crazy what we're seeing nowadays in our, in our world. And early this morning, like, I got a text from someone that actually just, just brought to me like, an attention of, of what actually someone has already said this before. You know Billy Graham? Billy Graham, he was one of the, the wonderful evangelists of our century. I think he's the, the greatest of our century. He just died this week here. And, and, and actually his daughter, Anne Graham, like, once she was asked, but why, why we are we like, facing all the problems? Why do we actually have, like, how could God let something, all of this that is happening, how could God just simply allow all of this to happen? And Anne Graham, like, she had this profound and insightful response. She said, I believe God is deeply saddened by all of this that is happening. This, just as we are, but for years, we've been telling God to get out of our schools, to get out of our government, and to get out of our lives. And being the gentleman that he is, I believe he has calmly backed out. How can we expect God to give us his blessing and his protection if we demand he leave us alone? And it is so interesting because many of us, like, we think about God's kingdom and we want God's kingdom in our lives. But many of us, like, we say, you know what? Like, in order for you to have your kingdom in my life, God, you have to have the control of my life. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want this. Why? Because we want to have all the control. But my question is, where does your own control Where have you been so far with your own control? Where has it led you? What's your path like with your own control? What's the outcome with your own control? You know, like so many of us, like sometimes we see all the problems that is going on and we say, you know what, look, but this, this, this is United States. It's not here in our home. It is not in Canada. But let me, let me be honest with you, like... We live in a city where we have so many people from all over the world. And in this city that we are, like we are responsible for the manifestation of God's kingdom here in this world. We are called by God to manifest his kingdom here in this world. And if we simply say no, you know what, like I want to be conformed to my own world. Yes, it is this way. I have heard like so many people saying, you know what, like two decades ago. We had around 25% of the people that they used to go to churches on Sundays. But now we have 7%, 8%. I don't know, like, what is the last statistics with that? And, oh, you know what? Like, it is because of the secularization of our days. And that's it. Many of us, like, sometimes we are conformed with all of this. We are conformed of seeing, like, you know what? Like, people, they live in their own ways. And as long as they don't come and they don't bother us, Okay, you live your own way. But let me tell you something. If God has brought light to your life, does he want you to hide his light to others? If there's a light that is wonderful, if God, who is the way, the truth, and the life, and he has an abundant life to others. If he wants to reveal that through your life, are you going to be simply quiet, silent? And that's why we need to understand that God, he wants to reveal his kingdom. But it got to start with our own hearts. It got to start with our own lives. And this is God's kingdom. It is so powerful because he wants, first of all, us to live in this way in our own lives. And then we're going to be able not simply to keep this to ourselves. We're going to be able just to show others his kingdom. What he's doing on us. And what he's able to do in other people's lives as well. This other day, I was like just going to a gas station. And God's kingdom is crazy because when God is in control of your own life, when the king of kings, he's the one that he has the dominion of your life. There's some many things that is going to happen in you that is not about you anymore. He will do like crazy things that you've never imagined before in your life. And why I'm saying this is because I was just, like, going to a gas station. And as I was going to a gas station, I saw a woman, like, a worker over there in the gas station. And God told me, like, just go and talk to her. And I was like, no, 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 but I don't want you. Like, th- this, is, this is my moment. Like, I want to see like, go fill my tank and that's it. And God, like, really, like, soft, and, Like, he told me, like, you want to be used by me. Do you want to see my glory? Do you want to see the manifestation of my kingdom? Just be simply obedient to me. And I just like went to a woman. I didn't know like what to say to this woman. But as I was going like towards her, like God told me, this is what you're supposed to do. And it was very simple. It was very, very simple. God just like told me just to say that, do you believe in God? God has has brought me here just to say to you that he loves you very much. He knows what is going on with you and he wants to manifest his will in your life. That is wonderful. Come back to him. And I was asking questions. How come I'm going to say this? I don't know this woman. I don't know if she believes in you. I don't know like what's her past, what she has gone through. But the thing is, we serve a God that he knows everything. And he wants us just to simply go and be faithful to him. I did. I came to her and I said, hey, I don't know you at all. Like, But I got to be honest with you. Like, Do you believe in God? She said, yes, I believe in God. So God brought me here just to simply say to you, I don't know what is happening with you. But God, he wants to reveal himself to you. He loves you. He knows what is going on in your life. Simply go back to him because he wants more for your life. His will is wonderful to your life. Simply go back to him. This woman, she started to cry. She said like, oh, it's been a while that I don't go back to church anymore. And I want this God. Like I I, I want want to go back with God again. And said, amen, like just do it. Where you used to go, I used to go to this place, okay, go back there. But seek God because he wants to speak with you. He's already here speaking with you. And this is God's kingdom. It goes beyond our understanding. And that's the thing, like when you start to do this, all the areas of your life, every single area of your life, God takes care of. Let me say this again. When you ask God, God, I want to see your kingdom being manifested in my own life. I want your kingdom to come, your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, here on my life, in my life, as it is in heaven, he will do to all the areas of your life. Each one of them. Another story to you, I went to Brazil, like I was in Brazil throughout Christmas and New Year's. When I went to Brazil, I sold my guitar. I, I play the guitar like I have, a, like a, I used to have a very good guitar that I liked it. I sold my guitar before going, actually not not before going to Brazil. As I went to Brazil, there was a friend of mine that he wanted to buy. I sold my guitar to him. When I came back here, I was like, okay, so now I need to find a new guitar. And it is so simple. Like many of us, like we think, you know what? Like I need to buy a new jacket. I need to buy a new car. I need to buy a new house. I need to do this and that. I need to go to a restaurant. And many of us, like we don't bother asking God. But let me me say something to you. If God is the one that he wants to come with his kingdom to you, don't you think that he wants to manifest his kingdom in all the areas of your life and also in the small areas of your life? Long story short, after a month looking for the guitars, the dumb one here, instead of like coming first of all to God and saying, God, I I need to buy this guitar, but I, I want to hear from you. I did this when I was in Brazil. I was like, okay, God, I saw the guitar. Now I need to buy a new one. I know that I have the best for me. But as I came here to Canada, I, you know what? I'm going to go to some stores. And I went to some stores. And all of the guitars that, that I saw, like, it wasn't quite the guitar that I wanted. If you're a musician, like, you know what, what I'm saying. Like, you have the specific tune. You have like, how, how you want the guitar. Like, all the wood that is involved. Anyway, almost like a, two weeks ago, I began a, a 10-day campaign with God. I was praying every single day together with some other friends. We were praying every single day, like every single day, at least so like one hour a day. We are all like praying specifically, specifically specifically, for our lives and also for God's will to be manifested in our own lives here where we are. The first day that I was praying to God, my wife, she went to bed. It was like almost like 11 o'clock. I was over there in the living room just praying. I was praying like through many, many things. And again... When you come to pray to God, it's not anymore about your will. Oh, my, what I, what I need, God, and all of that. But again, when you come and you say, God, I want your kingdom to be manifested, he takes care of all the other things. You seek him first, all the other things, they are added in your life. The last thing that I said through my prayer was, God, you know my desire also with the guitar. I have seen so many, but it doesn't seem to be like the perfect fit. But I know that, God, you are sovereign. So here it is in your, in, your, in your hands, God. The next day, I text a friend of mine. We went together to a very good music, musical instrument store, Cosmo Music, where we have our Solid Rock Community Church. They also have their services over there every Sunday. Anyway, I went there with a friend of mine. As we were looking for all the guitars, a guitar specialist, he came to me and he said, may I help you? I said, of course you can help us. So I was telling him, he was just like showing me some guitars, but it wasn't quite the right one. Suddenly, this guy, he brought me a guitar out of the blue. He said, can I just like show you something a little bit different? It is from a different brand that you were looking for. And I said, of course. He brought me this guitar. When I played the guitar, it was perfect. When he told me about the guitar, the guitar was was made by one of the the best guitar players and luthiers in the world. A wonderful, wonderful guitar. Very well made, a signature guitar, limited edition And when he told me, he said, like, Lucas, let me tell you something. This guitar here, like, actually was a guitar that a guy he used to collect. He has many guitars, but he came here a while ago and he sold for us. And he sold for less than half of the price because he needed the money. It's a brand new guitar. Like, he was just over there with him, so it is a used one. But he has never, like, played, so it was, like, pretty much brand new. So the price of that guitar, like, was less than half of the price for something that I was just like looking for, and it was everything that I was looking for in the guitar. And right the amount of the money that I would needed, that I had, so I could, expend, I could spend in the guitar. You know why? Because when you say, God, I want you to come with your kingdom, he manifests his kingdom. He manifests his will. And in all the areas of your life, it is not simply about you. It's not about the possession that he will give you, that today is going to be a, a guitar, tomorrow is going to be this and that. No, but he will bring like, things in your life in a way that you see, God, I cannot understand how you have blessed me so much through all of this. But you know what? It's all because I simply decided, I want your kingdom to be manifested in my own life. I want your kingdom to come, your will to be done, here on earth as it is in heaven. I want that. I had so many other things to say to you tonight, but I I feel in my heart that I'm supposed to stop here right now. I feel in my heart that God, He wants you and me to go to a different level of intimacy with Him. Where we can understand that this amazing God is a God that He wants to view His kingdom on our lives. And He wants to bring, first of all, to us His love, His deliverance, His joy, His peace, His salvation. But also he wants to use us to go to this world and then bring also his love, his deliverance, his joy, his salvation. When we simply say, God, may your kingdom come. May your will be done here on earth where I am as it is in heaven. And when you do this, everything changes and everything will change in your life. And then we go from glory to glory. As the Apostle Paul has said before in Second Corinthians 3. We go from glory to glory with our God. From glory to glory, we just let go. Like from step to step, we can see the revelation of his truths. We can see himself like bringing things that we never imagined in our own lives. Why? Because we simply decided, I want to follow you. And I want to have your kingdom in my life, God. Can you please stand where you are? I want to be honest with you. We didn't come here, as I said before, I didn't come here to live the same person that I came. And I refuse to live the same person that I came. You know why? Because it is not by the power of the speaker. It's not by the how talented the musicians they are. It's not how beautiful the... the Structure of the building is? No. But it's about the presence of the great I am. The God that he never leaves us the same that we have come. But in order for us to do this, our God, he's gentleman. Our God, he's not a God that is going to force something on your life. My will, my kingdom... Although it might seem nice in a way, but being honest with yourself, with myself, my will will only lead me to destruction. We have flaws, we have problems. I will go through many questions, anxiety. This is my will. But God's will and His kingdom, the manifestation of His dominion is great. Is everything that we have, we could imagine and we could desire in our lives. Because this is how he made us. And he wants to reveal that to us. But we need to simply say, yes, God. May your kingdom come. May your will be done here in my life. Here on us, in each one of us. So close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes. Perhaps like through everything that we're discussing here. Perhaps like God He's speaking with you right now. Perhaps like through everything that we have had here so far, the songs that we're singing, the prayers, God's words, everything that he's speaking with us, perhaps he's speaking with you. And I know he's speaking with some of you this night. And you need to say yes to him. So with your eyes closed, I want you to simply focus on God, you and God right now. And I want to pray for your life. So together, you and me, you and us, we can all like live here in a different way. If God is speaking with you and you want to say, God, I want your kingdom. I want your will in my life. I need that. I need not actually just try to take control of everything, but I want to rely everything on your hands. And I want to see the manifestation of your kingdom, your will in my own life. If this is your desire, where you are right now, like, just raise one of your hands. Just raise one of your hands right now. It's between you and God, but I want to pray to your life right now. So where you are, just, like, raise one of your hands right now. I can see you. But most of all, God, He sees you. He sees that you are taking this step of faith, and you say, God, I won't of you. Just say to God right now, God, I want more of you in my life. Just tell him, our Father, here we are, God. Our Father, you are our Abba Father. You have created us. You have the best for our lives. Who is in heaven, God, hallowed be your name, God here we are simply to ask you please come with your kingdom come with your will god on earth as it is as it is in heaven god we want to see the manifestation of your kingdom in our own lives god we are tired of simply like trying just to take control of everything in our lives god we are tired of simply like trying to run all the areas of our lives god we are we are simply tired of just making plans according to our will what we want god and be like frustrated many times, God. We are tired of all of that. That's why we come to you and we know that you are our God. You are the one that you have created us and you have a wonderful will. Simply we want to ask you, please, God, reveal your kingdom in our lives, God. Come with your kingdom, God. Take control of our lives. King of kings, Lord of lords, take control of our lives, God. And make everything new on us, God. Make everything new. We need your control. We need you, God, just to take control of every single aspect of our lives. Come, God, with your will that we know it is good, pleasing, and perfect. And reveal your will to us, God. Reveal your will, God, through everything that we have, God. Through all the the questions that we might have in our lives. Through all the areas, God, in a tangible way. Manifest your will that is good, pleasing, and perfect. And we will continue to praise you. We will continue to worship you. We will continue to give you glory and honor. Because we have seen the manifestation of your kingdom in our own lives, God. And no eyes they have seen, no ears they have heard what you have in store and what you will do in each one of us because you're a great God and a great God that loves us, a great God that empowers us, and a great God that will use us tremendously. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus, let me pray to you, God. We pray to you and we simply trust in you alone. In Jesus, let me pray, may you say amen. God, He wants to manifest His kingdom and His will, and He will do it. May God bless you from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And may you see every single day the manifestation of His kingdom and will in your own lives. And you will see He will take you to a next level of intimacy, where you see the revelation of how profound of His love to you, and how He sees you in a way that you have never imagined in your life. This is our God. May God bless you. May you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night. May you have a wonderful week.